Good morning, Teppers! Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Crime on Tap. Happy Monday, everybody. We hope you're enjoying your drive to work. You know, drive, 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 beep, beep, get through traffic, listening to Crime on Tap on your way to work. I know that's what I do every Monday. I listen to the podcast every Monday and Friday. If you guys are new here, we drop episodes every Mondays and Fridays early as F. 4 a.m., 5 a.m., whenever you wake up on Monday and Friday, the episode is out. Except if you wake up at, like, midnight, it's not out. <laughs> like, normal people hours, 4 to 5 a.m. So it's ready for you to go. That's normal? <laughs> normal for well, me 9, 10 a.m. <laughs> I don't know. I'm driving around Boston here, and there is traffic coming into Boston at 530. It's crazy out here. So I guess it's normal in the cities. Mm-hmm. and. I guess in the rural, the sun hasn't hit your eyes yet, so you haven't gotten up. <laughs> yeah, the only people up at 4 and 5 a.m., they're they're in the barn milking, so <laughs> they're not out in the roads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be sure to listen to us on all major platforms, <laughs> yeah. Spotify, Apple, and more. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. We post when we post episodes. Yes, Megan. Oh my god. I don't know if you've noticed, but we are like growing a following on Instagram. I hope it's not porn bot. No, it's like actual people, actual like other crime podcasts are not only messaging us in the DMs and telling us how much they love the potty and how they feel like geriatric millennials compared to us. And they're enjoying our take on crimes being young people like that was so awesome to hear that was great feedback i mean i feel old but yes. to hear that other people don't think i'm old <laughs> i know right like that was really reassuring that we still have our youthfulness you know we could still be a little chuggy at times but we could still play with our slime and be millennials yeah we, and like what are they like they're like puppets and um among us and what uh, they like those spinny things fidget spinners do they still do those I know, I think I think that's over. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know if you've noticed, we are like growing quickly on Instagram. And honestly, we're putting in like the bare minimum. <laughs> we honestly got like, I want to say like 60 to 70 followers just in the last couple weeks. We were at like 170 followers. Let me look right now. So why are more people following the Instagram than they are listening? Because we only have 28 unique listeners. Right. I mean, I just opened the app and we just got four new followers. We're at 167. And okay, I want to get the timestamp because I texted you when we hit 100. So the exact day that we hit 100 followers was March 1st. So in 10 days, we gained 67 followers. Oh my god. We're like moguls. I was just going to say, we are social media moguls. (laughs) This is like... Hiding. Oh my god, this oh is god, crazy. Oh my god, like I don't know if I can handle all this pressure right now. Oh my god, we have we a have lot. To deliver for our fam. We have to deliver. So, Megan, why don't we deliver the poor before the four? Oh my god, yeah. So, what are you drinking? What you got today? So I'm still working <laughs> on my Coca Cola Starlight. Wow, I'm. You still have yours? That's shocking because I still have mine too. I'm really shocked we both didn't dump them down the drain. <laughs> I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that's why I was about to interrupt you to say was that I'm surprised it didn't pour it down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> Clean my toilet with it. 
But I not only have my Coke Starlight, my space flavor. I'm a spaceman. I have a little Captain and Coke to go with it. Or a little Captain Morgan. So I'm having a little mixy with my Starlight Coke. Okay, um, Megan, I really hope that this is the last episode where we're drinking these Starlights anymore. Oh, because I'm gonna, my stomach's gonna hurt. <laughs> I can't do another day of drinking these. I know, I feel like I gotta brush my teeth like four times a day to get the sugar out of my teeth. Exactly. <laughs> but nonetheless, everybody, we thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope you have your drink in hand and you are buckling up to listen to today's episode. So Megan, you want to get us in? Put it into gear because hot toppies are here. <laughs> I feel like I say something different every time. <laughs> I forget the jingle every time. Alrighty, so getting right into it, everybody. I wanted to just talk about this little story here because I know... Most of our audience is of the younger generation, and not just the younger generation, but like our age as well, where, Megan, I know that we use this app all the time called Venmo. Oh, yes. I finally convinced Nick to get Venmo, so I don't have to go to the bank to... <laughs> or like Alexa, where she has to write us a check. Yeah, that's what I had to do. I had to go to the bank and deposit a check in his account to pay rent. That was just too much. That's like a lot of fucking effort. Maybe he shouldn't listen to this story that I'm about to tell. Uh-oh. Oh, I, I know. I heard it and I'm choosing to ignore it. So <gasps> You heard about this story? I did, yeah. Okay, so this happened. The one I'm going to report is from a story in Florida because we love Florida stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and the craziest stuff happens in Florida. But this is like becoming a nationwide problem. So guys, if you have Venmo... Continue listening because I'm going to save you lots of money <laughs> and protect you from this ever happening to yourself. So this story is, um, again, about Venmo. It's where a Florida woman in Orlando thought she was helping a child call his mom or friends to figure out how to get home. But in the end, she lost thousands of dollars through her Venmo account. So the story takes place in Orlando, Florida, in Lord. Orlando, Florida, where this woman is walking her dog in a local park where she was approached by a boy who asked her to use her phone because his battery was dead on his own phone. Um, The boy was 12 years old and he told her that he needed to make a phone call because he was lost. What do you do in this situation, Megan? A young 12-year-old boy is coming up to you, panic, and needs to use her phone to call his mom. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'd probably let him use it. Right. Or I'll be like, I'll dial the number. What's the number? And then I'd hand it to him. Yeah. She said, oh, sure. Here's my phone. Take my phone. He calls. He's talking to somebody on the phone. He's on speakerphone. She is monitoring the whole situation. She is only a couple inches from him. And he is talking to somebody on the phone. And at one point, she hears him say, I can't find you guys. So this 12-year-old boy is playing, he, he's playing like he's Jennifer Lawrence in the Hunger, Hunger Games. <laughs> he is doing a great job at acting right now. And whoever's on the other end of the line is also in on the scam. So he's currently talking to somebody right now. He's frantic. He's trying to find his way home. And as he's talking to somebody on the phone, he asks the woman whose phone he is using, He says and asks for her permission to use her Maps app. So not only is he talking to somebody on the phone, making it really believable that he's actually lost, but now he's asking for permission 
to use another app on her phone to find his way home. So, it, like, it seems polite. Like, he's, like, being honest, being like, hey, like, he's not just helping himself. Right. You know? I mean, he's doing, it just seems like a normal situation. He's making it really believable. So, eventually, the situation ends, and they both go their separate ways. And I don't know what day this happened on, but the article reports on Monday, the woman gets an alert from her bank acknowledging that the transfers were approved and that they were sent to this other bank account. The transfers were one for $1,800 and the second one was for $2,000. And she's like, um, excuse me, wow, what do you mean they approved? Right. She said, I stopped right in my tracks. What happened was basically the boy not only opened her Maps app, but was also opening her Venmo account and sending money to this other account right from her Venmo on her phone. Oh my god. So, but she didn't see it on her Venmo though? I mean, I guess there was no, I don't know. I guess there was no notification that the money was like pending or something because she didn't get the notification until Monday. So I guess that's valid. You know, if you're not using your Venmo, you don't know what happened. You don't have the app open. If you're not actively using it, you don't know that there's pending transfers for what $3,800 the woman is like shitting her pants I mean as anybody would and it already said that the transfers have gone through so she contacts Venmo and she's asking them like or telling them the situation and everything and in the end she got her money back well yeah I should hope so right (laughs) but I mean most of the time you hear about that thing like I've had people on Facebook marketplace pay the wrong person like I've sent them my Venmo and they paid the wrong username. Mm-hmm. And they've tried contacting Venmo to get the money back. And Venmo won't give them the money back. So that's why I was shocked that she even got her money back. Because I've had situations where people couldn't get their money back. And it's like, well, tough. You still owe me. Right. I, that's what I told her. I was like, well, I didn't get the money. So that's not my fault. And I, yeah. I sent you well, the right username. And it was a screenshot of the barcode so i'm like that's your fault not mine yeah that that was you not paying attention to yeah. detail. sorry this is becoming a nationwide known thing that's happening and i heard there was an issue with this happening on college campuses in colorado or something we need to be careful out here like i never even thought of that before reading the story that anybody like you could give anybody your phone and they could just go to your venmo and send them send themselves money and you can't get that know, money back. That would never even occur to me. And well, that and that's why I don't let anyone touch my phone. Right, exactly. And now <laughs> I won't even give a child my phone. To save you guys the hassle on Venmo, if you go to your settings, you go to your privacy, your security, there's an option to put on your face ID or your fingerprint or a pin number so every time you log into your venmo you got to put that in and then nobody else can get it um like i a lot of times on apps it's like do you want to add a pin number or do you want to add like two-factor authentic authentication authentic authentication 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 i'm done um (laughs) but on venmo like ever since i had venmo like i never knew that was an option so i feel like most people don't even have it on and they could be a victim. Well, I always think like, oh my god, now it's gonna. T- I don't. I rarely ever do that because I'm like, it's gonna take me another forty five minutes to get into this. I know. Like, I don't <laughs> it's so true. Like we all do it, but I mean, after hearing this story, I was like, you never know who could get a hold of your phone and just go in there and completely wipe out your bank account. Like that makes me nervous. So, 
She's locked up now, baby. No one coming for my money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's where I draw it. <laughs> That's it. No one touches my money. We love a good segue. So my segue mm. is that um, you need to lock up your belongings. Right. Um, because things can be stolen from you. <laughs> so... <gasps> This case is from Denver, and in this case, it was a box of human heads that was stolen from a truck. Wait, I did, like, a lot of research into recent crime news, and I did not see this one. This, well, this was on CBS News. Oh, my God. It came out March 7th, 2022. Wow. Okay, I don't know if you still haven't listened to my solo episode, but in that one, I also talked about decapitated heads. We are just on the same wavelength. I, we just cannot stop vibing. <laughs> we vibing. We vibing. Gonna vibe. As the kids. Oh, yeah. Isn't that what they do on the TikTok? Back to the heads. <laughs> um, so this box of heads was being transported. And it only says for medical research purposes. Interesting. I know. And it, it was labeled exempt human specimen. It was a black and white box. I'm, I'm assuming it was refrigerated. I don't know. <laughs> it was parked at the Central Park. I don't... Just hanging out, probably. They went to go get a coffee or something. And the truck was broken into on that Thursday morning. And the doll, a dolly was stolen from the truck and the box of human heads. A, wow, a dolly. I guess they had a construction site they needed to go to. They needed a dolly. <laughs> they had to go to the shipping dock or something. So this comes, this news comes after um, the police department, of course, the Denver Police Department mm. um, posted on Facebook because that's, that, you know, yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. They love their Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that vehicle related crimes such as auto theft and theft from vote from motor vehicles continue to rise and be a problem in Denver. Well, I can definitely, and... I can vouch that that probably happens from my one day stint in Denver. I can see that being a problem. Was it crime ridden? Is that what you're saying? The homeless population was out of control. It was astronomical. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. They haven't caught the person. They don't know the motives. Mm -hmm. They're just like, hey, bring those heads were for for medical purposes. Okay. Is there anything more to the story or they just took the heads where the heads were covered the heads have not been recovered <gasps> they don't have any leads oh my god it's a total mystery. all right and i i feel like the weirdest thing i feel like those people probably thought they're like oh like maybe they're organs and i'm gonna sell them on the black market right i find it more radical <laughs> that they were transporting human heads well <laughs> it, honestly if i'm gonna rob a truck of any sort and just steal some random boxes, it's going to be like a mail truck or a Brinks, you know, that has money in it. Why would you rob this random truck that has human heads in it? Well, it was like a a medical transport truck. So okay, like maybe so... they're thinking like drugs. Oh, okay. I see what you mean now. I thought it was just like a random box truck or something. No, it was like, this is a medical truck. Oh. And... And it just, but it was labeled exempt human specimen. Mm. Was it? So I mean, that could that could mean anything. <laughs> that is so wild that people are out here snatching heads. <laughs> they literally are snatching leaves. <laughs> 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 
Wow. I mean, okay, you're going to keep us updated on the story, Megan. I'm sure the Colorado police are hot on the tales of these guys. I know. Knowing them, they should have had this cracked by now. I am really shocked that they have it. I mean, we literally rave about the Colorado police. They ain't doing shit. They ain't doing shit this time. So, shifting in the third gear here, I have a man from Pennsylvania who is accused of hiding in a woman's attic that he met on OnlyFans. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I have a lot of thoughts on that website. Oh wow, okay, so let me get into it, then you can give your little opinions. And I didn't know how local this story was until I read the article. And then I looked at Patrick and I was like, oh my god, look at where this is located. So this man, he's from Pennsylvania. His name is... Oh, here we go. Can't pronounce the name... Oh, His no. name is Mauricio Damien Guerrero. This man by the name of Marsucio Damien Guerrero was a t- <laughs> was a twenty year old man from Pennsylvania, and he figured out where this woman lived. He drove over four hundred miles to a town none other in New Hampshire called Summersworth. Now this this town, I lived like I think thirty minutes from this town in New Hampshire. And its reputation is called Scummersworth because the types of people are not the best up there. Although there is a Tukers <laughs> in this town. Oh, oh good. Important. Right. Important. So, I mean, it's it's okay. But this happened in little old New Hampshire, which I didn't even know people in New Hampshire even knew the concept of OnlyFans yet. Like, I didn't know it made its way up to there. Yeah. They have internet? In <laughs> I know. Hampshire? Especially that far north in New Hampshire, like, bordering, like, Maine. I cannot believe that they have internet that gets OnlyFans. Oh, my God. So, apparently, this girl up there has OnlyFans. She lives with her mom and her daughter. So, it's just the three of them in this house with this girl doing OnlyFans. And, again, this man drove 400 miles to get to her house. Um, how did he know where she lived? Well, okay, so that's what I was wondering, and I thought it was, like, some crazy, like, shit that, like, I do. <laughs> yeah, like, detective yeah. work. Like, he's a private eye, and he, like, researched yeah. and, like, found out where she lived through Zillow. Right, like, he found, like, her on the Yellow Pages and whatnot. No, apparently, she knew who he was, and um, she actually gave him her address. She had given him her address after he convinced her that he wanted to buy her a television in a fireplace. Yeah, you get my address if you're buying me a TV in a fireplace. (laughs) Is that not some, like, boonie fucking New Hampshire shit? Like, oh my god, get me the new 1080p flat screen LCD TV, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. wow, you're gonna buy me a TV? I can watch. Yeah, let me watch my Patriots. Can't wait. (laughs) In a fireplace to keep warm in the fucking winter. But apparently she gave him the address. So once he got her address, he became obsessed. And he drove, again, 400 miles to her house. And I don't know. It doesn't give exact time frame of when he, like, entered, like, scooted into the house. But apparently he made it his way into the house and made his way into the attic of the house. And was literally stalking them and just watching them daily court documents show that he stole some of their underwear and was also trying to place a tracking device on her vehicle oh my god like there as in like her mother's and her daughter's as well uh just the 
girl's car. The girl he was stalking. Oh, no, I'm talking about the underwear. Oh, I'm assuming. I mean, honestly, he probably was. I don't know how he knew whose underwear was whose, you know. Well, it was probably an old woman had granny <laughs> panties, you know, little girl underwear, and then, like, the sexy OnlyFans underwear. He probably was able to figure That's it true. out, honestly. Um, so he was sniffing their undies and trying to place tracking devices in their cars. Um, and apparently, apparently, where this part is so, so creepy he was coming down. He was only coming out of the attic on t- at times when nobody was in the house and when they were sleeping and he was taking videos of them while they slept. How? Oh, God. That would be... That's like some lifetime how, shit. Like, that is like so violating. Yeah, just imagine somebody standing there videoing you and you possibly just waking up and seeing somebody standing there, oh my god, that that part creeps me out the most. That he was coming down in the middle of the night to take videos of them sleeping. And why would he, why would he believe that he had the right to do it, or was he just like so obsessed? Oh yeah, that he, all reasons. Yeah, gone? I mean, I feel like that's just people don't even think about anything else but to get like as close as they can to these people, you know. I feel like that's just the mindset of this type of person. I mean, yeah. Why Why am I trying to put morals on him? I don't think <laughs> right. that's really the point. So I guess they began noticing strange things happening. Like basically like it's paranormal activity or some shit around here. She said that she was, she did notice that keys were disappearing from her counter. She was noticing that windows were being left open. And also that the kitchen cabinet doors were also sometimes being left open randomly so i think he was getting hungry and he was trying to find some food to eat i don't know how long he was up there for but it seemed like a good amount of time like enough where he like had to where did he go i know i'm sure he just found a little corner or something i would move out after that. <laughs> i know just like I wouldn't want the bad and i'll just be like the I'm bad not. energy there i wouldn't even want to deal with it yeah so apparently um one night uh one of the women one of the i don't know who it was it doesn't say who called 911 but somebody called 911 after seeing somebody standing in her hallway in the middle of the night like just imagine getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and a black figure standing in your hallway that like that's all i can picture and it's terrifying. I can't even go to sleep tonight. I feel like in those instances, I feel like my body would just shut down. Yeah. Like, is this really... Am I in a movie right now or is this actually happening to me? Right. I don't even... I honestly don't even know what I would do. I think I would just go... <laughs> okay, what's what's that over there? <laughs> um, excuse me, sir. Please get the fuck out of my house. Excuse me. Please leave. Um, so apparently they called police and then he was caught and he was arrested. Case closed. I hope they lock that door tight. He is being charged with four felony counts of my favorite word, burglary. Oh, I thought you were going to say lewd and lascivious. (laughs) Not that one. I refuse to say that one. And he was released on $2,500 cash bail. That's it? I guess so. What's stopping him from just going right back to the attic? I mean, (laughs) he could kill them next time, you know? They reported him to police. They got him all these charges. What's to stop him from killing them now? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't feel safe if I were them. I would not want to be living there. That's what I'm saying. I'd move. Yeah. Especially knowing that he got released. Like, fuck that. Bye. Mm-hmm. Fuck this shit out. So, 
Okay, dude, what's your opinion on OnlyFans? You got something to say? Well, I just feel like, and this was a clear illustration of my point of it's not, I don't think it's safe. No, I don't think so either. Especially men. Men are weird. Men are weird. Especially when they're horny. Yeah. They're disgusting. And I mean, just like this guy, like he will, he would, he was going to do anything to get close to her. And that. Like there was, well, I feel like the, what really solidified it is um, Nick's friend was doing it for a little bit and she had, she has three kids and she was having like private video chats and this will stick with me. This disgusts me. So this guy asked for her initials because he wanted to write her initials on his forehead in her in his own ejaculate (gasps) and i and after i said i was like well she should not give him her initials because then that's just more information about her i'm like she's doing these things what you know her kids are in the house he's wow it's just in like here's the difference between like porn stars that are in the industry that they have code names. They have right. um, freaking, you know. It's safer. PR teams. They're like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, go porn and everything. But I, I'm also saying it is not for the average working mother <laughs> to get involved in. It's yeah, not it's safe. A, I think it's just a very interesting industry. And also when you're able to have that kind of like more personal interaction and like personal... It, that like parasocial comes in where it's like they feel like they're your real friend right. they feel like they're your real partner and you get that attachment and i just it's just the whole it's just so they dangerous. feel like they know you or yeah yeah i know what you mean and that's how probably how this guy felt and he became obsessed with her and she was more tangible because you know she wasn't like some porn celebrity right you know like she's the everyday she was woman, more like obtainable you know? Maybe that's like more yeah. of the, the like attraction or I don't know. They enjoy it more with like regular amateurs, you know? Yeah. Cause it's more right. authentic. Yeah. And, well, and that's why they have amateur porn is because some people like it more. More it's like, like, oh, it's more authentic yeah. and more reachable and whatever. Yeah. I guess more like relatable because a lot of porn is just yeah. like, you know, sometimes you watch it and you're like, this is so unrealistic that I am not even turned on by it. Like this, <laughs> like no one's bodies move. Like, yeah, react that way. Like I'm look more like interested that. in the storyline than I am trying to like please myself. <laughs> yeah. I watch porn. Only for the story. <laughs> I'm Shock here for the. the I'm here for the acting. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for the. I'm here for the award winning acting. <laughs> But, all right, so that's my little story on these creepy guys and their OnlyFans obsessions. I definitely feel like OnlyFans is, like, dying out, though, so. Yeah, I think it is, too, and I think, and I hope nothing replaces it. Yeah, so. and we don't need any more of this, this business. Yeah. We don't need to be putting people and their children. Right, in danger, mm, especially the kids. That's why I was, mm, do it for the kids. The last hot hobby is okay. here. So, I actually have seen some YouTubers talk about this because this is kind of like a crazy oh, story. Oh, crazy. With like a woman that has like a dark paste. Oh, okay. Path. <laughs> like tomato those, paste? Um, not fluent in <laughs> no. So this happened in New Mexico. 
And this woman was arrested after she caused a car crash that killed an officer and a retired firefighter. So her name is Janine, 46 years old. She is being charged with two counts of first degree murder after killing Robert Duran, 43, and Frank Lovato, 62, who was the retired firefighter. And he was not involved because she was speeding, reckless driving. And um, he wasn't like in the pursuit. The officer, Robert Duran, was in the pursuit. But this is just Frank was just driving. Oh, my God. That's the worst. He was, I know, he was like, oh man, my, my life with danger is over. I've retired. And then this happens. (laughs) So how do you get out of, um, vehicular manslaughter? You say that you were carjacked at knife point and were running and driving for Oh my God. So that's what she said. Is it proven? Well. Because you know, there's some CCTV footage. Of course. (laughs) Wait, let me... Actually, no, I think they... Oh, no, I think a little bit was involved. But, um, so she was arrested. So they, of course, were like, okay, oh, my God, like, we got to get your story. Um, So she was like, okay, I was carjacked at knife point (laughs) and um, was kidnapped and I escaped and was driving away from my kidnapper. And that so that's why, you know, explained why the car was stolen. And so they... um, it was a stolen car, mm-hmm. of course. So they ran DNA. She was the only person that was ever in the, that was in the car. Um, they found DNA in on the airbag that so she was the <laughs> one driving. Her DNA was yep. on it. There's also from her cell phone. She was the only one in the area that she said where the kidnapping took place <laughs> and everything. There was no other cell phone. Well, maybe he didn't have a cell phone. That little 12 year old in the park um, didn't have his phone. So you're saying the the 12 year old um, hijacked. Possibly could have. (laughs) But pretty much. And then. But pretty much also eyewitnesses were like there was no one else around. And there was no car that was pursuing her. And pretty much were saying we don't Mm -hmm. believe you. So they arrested her once all the evidence came back that she. She said she stole the car from the car from the carjacker. Okay. Her DNA was the only one in the car. Interesting. So they were charging her with the reckless homicide, and everyone's like, "She's disgusting." Um, the the chief of the New Mexico State Police said, "I believe the arrest of Janine Jaramillo has made our community safer. Her actions put the entire public in danger and took the lives of two dedicated public right. servants." People are like, "Oh my God! How could she have lied about this?" And, you know, use this tragedy to try to get out of, you know, killing these two men. And... Oh my god, there's more um, to the story? Yes, so the authorities did some digging and Internet Sluice did some digging as well. She had made the same claim in September of 2021. (laughs) That she was abducted from her apartment. That she was held at knife point again. And he was hiding under the floorboards. Of oh my her home. god! Our and, stories are colliding. And so that's why she was she was driving again recklessly, a stolen <laughs> vehicle, and also had the possession of meth. And she was like, "Well, it's his car that yeah. he stole, so it's his yeah. meth." Okay. So they were like, "Okay, so you lied about this twice. You used the same exact <laughs> story twice." So that's pretty much what like the crazy part of it was is that. She's not made up this crazy story 
to get out of something once she's done it twice for the same thing the same reason she just couldn't think of anything else (laughs) i she wasn't very creative (laughs) so um she's been arrested and you know being held she killed two people so waiting for trial because the the first time nothing happened the second time she killed two people Mm. it's like okay well we gotta get you it's time for you to be locked up sorry sorry i think this is our first new mexico case i was i forget like i honestly don't think about that state i know i forgot I was like, do people live in New Mexico? Like, are there people to commit crimes? In I was, you're like the chief of police in New Mexico. I was like, wow, they have that. The only thing about New Mexico is that um, High School Musical is set in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's really? Like, that's the only thing. An interesting fact. You didn't know that. I, well, yeah. I know. I just feel like nothing ever happens there. Well, alrighty, Megan, that was an exciting episode. Oh my god. I'm a little winded. We had so many hot toppies. I feel like we're running out of steam. I think we need to... I think we need another sip of our Starlight Coke. Sip. Oh my god. Cheers to... Cheers to diabetes. Oh, sorry. Uh, Type Type 2. Yep. We got those fake diabetes. That's what Alexa said. Type 1's the only real one. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Crime on Tap. It's good to be back, you know, in the usual... Our usual little episodes. We love to keep updated on all the latest crime news. And that's what we do here on Crime on Tap. So we hope this fulfilled your Monday crime fix. (laughs) But be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Be sure to be kept with the latest Crime on Tap news. Join the community. Join the Tapper community. As you've heard in the beginning, we are quickly growing on Instagram. Our popularity is through the roof. Our egos are growing day by day. Our egos are astronomical, (laughs) comparable to the homeless population in Colorado. (laughs) Uh, Be sure to listen on all major platforms, Spotify, Apple, the other ones. And we'll see you guys next time. Where crime is always on tap. (laughs) 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 You're a little